Hello, and you are listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the Batman Universe for this and many other great Batman podcasts. And hey, if you enjoy these podcasts and all the website goodness you get from TBU and have been getting for, you know, the last dozen years and you want to see more of it. We need your help. TBU has been operating for close to a decade, but hosting and operating fees have been taken a toll. We're not asking you to pay our bills for us, but if you're able to relieve even a small portion of our toll, we can continue to give you the great content that you love, like this podcast where we compare Barbara Keen the Frogs and talk about Gotham. But anyway, head on over to the BatmanUniverse.net, check out our donation bar, and give what you can so we can keep on giving back to you. But anyway, I'm Josh, and joining me is... Nobody! Don finally had enough of the show, and he left for good. He left me a note in the middle of the night, cleaned out his desk. It was very heartbreaking. Don, you will be missed. No, I'm kidding. Don's on a family vacation, and he was unable to record this week. I had a few plans for guest hosts, about uh, three different people, and but all of them demanded way too much money in trailer space, um, or they were just busy. I forget which one of it was. But in any case, um, all three of them fell through. And my backup plans didn't come to fruition. The only sensible thing to do was to record this on my own as a solo show. The thought was unthinkable. I haven't done a solo podcast since 2012 or 2013. So can I still be entertaining without bouncing off of Donovan or Stella? You be the judges. Just be kind judges. This episode is called Unleash, and it continues the Asriel story arc. You all saw the episode, I'm assuming, but just in case you need a refresher, the GCPD, with Gordon as their hanger-on, continue their hunt for Asriel. Tabitha helps him regain his memory, and he repays her by stabbing her in the chest. We call that the Barnes special. He remembers, oh yeah! In the mid-season finale, I was totally about to kill Bruce Wayne. So he attempts to do that until the Penguin and Butch team reunites to end things with a bang. And what a bang it was. Meanwhile, Selina, at Bruce's request, is investigating Indian Hill. She has a brief run-in with Riddled Man. We're getting closer to United Underworld, guys. And then her friend Bridget. And boy, do the sparks ever fly. So, Gotham. I was surprised to see Barnes was still alive. It's mentioned in a news bulletin at the very beginning, and I actually missed it in my first viewing. I'm kind of glad he's still around, especially after the way he called Gordon out on everything last week. The discussion on lack of captain was interesting, with Bullock taking command. But isn't there a lieutenant or a commissioner? Anyone else? Like, aside from Bullock? I'm not saying Bullock's bad, just... I would think that there's a chain of command. I guess not. I really hope this isn't setting Gordon up to become captain, though. Bullock being the new captain might be interesting, though, because he and Gordon are barely partners anymore on the show. And Gotham's kind of been struggling to find a role for Bullock ever since Lee joined the team, and she's kind of been the person that Gordon interacts with more. Another interesting Bullock moment is when he, Gordon, and Tigress are about to go grave robbing, a sentence that I can't believe I'm saying. Bullock says something along the lines of, I don't know about this, Tommy. We can't break the law. And Gordon's like, oh, shut up, you. Or, in his Gordon voice, oh, shut up, you. This is the direct opposite of the first few episodes of season one and their dynamic. 
this isn't a new observation that the podcast has made, but one worth pointing out anyway. Speaking of Tigress, a.k.a. Tabitha, I really thought she was a goner. This is the second time that Azriel has stabbed a regular cast member, and I've assumed that they died. I actually texted Dom when that happened, saying, ah, Azriel kills another regular cast member before I cut to her in the hospital. The thing that struck me as unusual this episode was her relationship with Butch. It's really seemed to progress. I remember uh, when we came back from the break and they first got together, she was kind of the aggressor and he was kind of like pushing her away like, oh, I don't know about this. But now he seems to have gotten really needy really fast. He's Butch is a codependent. I mean, look at these relationships that he throws himself into with Fish and then Penguin and then now uh, Tabitha. Now, that does tend to happen in relationships, you know. Bush like progressing you know from being no 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 the being I need you I need you come back but dang when he was begging her not to go and when he was crying by her hospital bed I am curious how this relationship is going to survive once she learns that uh he bazookaed her brother I don't know if that's ever been a relationship in history where that's been an issue where a girl has broken up with a guy because uh he bazookaed her brother to death I mean, you know, there was West Side Story, but that wasn't a bazooka. The, uh, Tony stabbed Maria's brother. It's, it's been a while since I've seen West Side Story, so I don't know. But, dang, relationship Butch is needy. Uh, Butch also mentions that he kicked Barbara out off-camera between episodes. I don't know what to say or think about that. I do hope that there's a plan for Barbara. But aside from that comedic moment of them fighting over the remote... There didn't seem to be a point with her staying with Butch and Tigress, especially since they were trying to make a point that Barbara was putting her underworld ways behind her. So, what's happening? I mean, or, well, maybe she'll find out that Tigress is in the hospital and visit her. And that moment with Butch and the bazooka, by the way, I'm still trying to formulate my thoughts over it. Don, who's hated everything that the show does, did send me a text saying that season two now has a passing grade thanks to that moment, which I was really afraid of what, what Don would think of it. I thought it was overkill, but I'm not necessarily sure that that's a bad thing in this case, but I feel like it's sending in the entire Justice League, Justice Society, and the Teen Titans just to fight King Tut. It would have been funny, though, if after Penguin and Butch walked away, like, Barnes came and looked down at the Galavan crater and was like, Gordon, did you kill Galavan again? Ah, uh, no, uh, Butch came, and he, uh, had a bazooka, and Penguin was there, and, uh, it's on the subject of Gordon... He reminds me of the Glee kids after they graduated high school. They continued to hang around the school even though they were no longer students. It was weird and depressing. Gordon can't have it both ways. He can't refuse to rejoin the police, but hijack their vehicles, which was like a weird like, Grand Theft Auto moment, where the cop rightfully said, you're not even a cop anymore. And he hangs around the police station with them. At this point, what's his purpose for not rejoining? Or waiting another week to call Lee. Bruce did have a funny line where Alfred said, Trust Jim Gordon, Master B. And Bruce retorted, I'm tired of trusting Jim Gordon. Maybe that talk with Barnes actually rubbed off on him. I do wonder why Alfred and Bruce didn't immediately hide in the Batcave once they knew Asriel was coming. I get that they were probably about to go in there after Alfred was like, Let's shut all the doors and windows. But why not just go in there right away? I mean, it it took Alfred and Bruce a whole season to find that secret entrance. Asriel wasn't going to find it in, like, one evening. 
And what was up with telling Bruce to split up? There's a madman with a sword that's like stabbing his sister and cops, and he's trying to stab this child, and he's like, and he and he's on the way to the house. The best thing to do is to split up and you know not have Alfred be with him. WTF, Alfred? Just one of the many weird parenting choices Alfred has made. Uh, I did smile when uh, Bruce and Selena shared their scene. I ship these two so hard, this version of them. And we did get an age for Selena. I guess she's 15. I feel like the show's been vague about the exact age of her and Bruce thus far. And I liked her moment with Riddleman also. It's always great when these characters who don't usually like share scenes together wind up interacting i i love the look that she gives him when he asked if she could pick a lock uh this is half of the united underworld right here uh speaking of characters who don't usually share a scene together when i was at walker stalker con this summer drew pal and davi mazows were talking at the panel about how like you know they wanted bruce and um butch to share a scene this season and they were joking that like you know maybe they'll have a ride share together or something and while they did share a scene together they were on opposite ends of a driveway and they didn't really interact but uh i'm sure that bruce is not going to forget butch really quickly after that whole bazooka thing i wasn't a fan of the firefly story or character the first time around but i did like the that it showed another side of selena and we're getting that again which is what i like regarding the rest of the villains in this episode let me rattle off some thoughts villain by villain Riddler, and I know I called him Riddleman before, before people are like, oh, what a fake Batman fan. He doesn't even know that the character is called Riddle, uh, Riddler and not Riddleman. I know that. it's I, That's what they call him on the show sometimes, so I say that, you know, affectionately, kind of like how Spider-Man's Spidey. But anyway, Riddler tried to escape and he didn't, and he wound up right back where we started. While it did lead to a great scene with Selina, it, his whole storyline was otherwise superfluous. But it got me thinking that if he had escaped, I wouldn't have minded it, since the actor is probably leaving the show. Having Edward out there somewhere free to return at any time is more fun and dramatic than just having him sit in Arkham in off-camera land. Although, because he does know about Indian Hill, maybe he'll be part of the whole downfall of Strange. Maybe he can give the cops some sort of testimony in exchange for free well but they wouldn't free him he's a murderer i mean then again i mean these cops have been stupid with like with when barbara keen mass murderer like showed up at their doorstep and it's like all right we have no choice but to like you know go along with her crazy plan and go to this and like drive her to this warehouse or wherever they were taking her uh penguin still hasn't cleaned up the corpse of his stepmom I feel like at least a month or two has passed in universe by now. It's gotta smell. There's gotta be bugs. It's it's probably really disgusting. He doesn't seem too phased by the fact that Galavan somehow survived getting shot in the head and having an umbrella going down his throat. He doesn't question the resurrection, not for a moment. It's kind of funny. Even when he's like talking to Butch, he's like, oh, he wants to wear leather. So what? Not, how is this guy alive? I put a bullet in his head. Well, Gordon did. And then Barnes like goes out for the curtains. Aha. But anyway, we put a bullet in his head, shoved an umbrella down his throat. His internal organs have to be messed up. Um, and then Butch is like, you know, you promised to leave us alone. So I'm wondering if that promise is going to come into play or if it was just something for the episode. Strange and Peabody, that scene where Selena overhears them, they talk to each other so robotic and they don't know how to end a conversation. They just stop talking and walk in opposite directions. It's so weird. It was like, we must dismantle Indian Hill and then go to the next site. Already done. And then they just stop, reverse directions, walk away. Really weird. Watch that scene again. 
I guess that's all I have to say about the episode. These things go very fast when you don't have somebody to debate with you sometimes. So that was Unleashed. The next episode of Gotham is called A Legion of Horribles. And here's the solicitation. Hugo Strange welcomes a familiar face to Gotham after he resurrects Fish Mooney in Indian Hill. Later, Bruce discovers a friend is in danger, which I guess is Selina, and teams up with Gordon, who he doesn't trust anymore, Alfred, and Lucius. Hooray, the writers remembered him. While uncovering more of Strange's experiments in this all-new Wraith of the Villains, a Legion of Horribles episode of Gotham. And let's look at the guest cast list. Um, Kit Flanagan is the white-haired woman... Claire Foley as Ivy Pepper. Oh, okay, I guess Ivy Pepper might tell Bruce that Selena's in trouble somehow. Uh, B.D. Wong as Hugo Strange. Tana Pickens as Ethel Peabody. Michelle Ventimiglia as Firefly Bridget. Brian McManon as Basil. And Jada Pinkett Smith as Fish Mooney. So yeah, Fish is back. Um, and if you watch that little trailer thing, you'll see that it looks like Hugo Strange is reporting to the Court of Owls. And there's like a moment in the trailer where they're like, you have failed us for the last time. And Peabody just like looks at Strange and says like, whoops, or uh-oh. Like, you know, <laughs> very, very like condescendingly like... I guess you should have listened and given them Thorzine after all. I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Fish plays into this newer version of the show because the show has kind of, you know, changed its DNA uh, since she was a regular on it. And while I do make fun of her and her Falcon is a weak old man ways, she was a fun character to have along and, you know, to have her interact with some people. So it, it'll be interesting. Uh, maybe she'll somehow have a hand in saving selena because she kind of had a soft spot for her i definitely want to see uh, her and butch reunite more than anything else so i'm looking forward to that but anyway until next time this is josh and this is only josh let's see if someone will join me next week but in any case you've been listening to the gotham chronicle podcast Yeah.